Hello and welcome to episode 44 of Ashes of the Imperium, a 40k podcast from sunny England. Today we are talking all about the recent Warhammer TV previews on Twitch and I'm joined as ever by the illustrious Stephen Foote. So join us, we will seamlessly blend into our previously recorded segment where we are just tuning into the Twitch channel and also we can look forward to not one but also two more previews so no doubt Steve and I will be back on the airways talking about those announcements and of course with our continuing coverage of Psychic Awakening. We hope you you're all well and wherever you are in the world whatever your conditions uh, whether you are isolated locked down or, or still working as a key worker we hope you are all well and coping uh, with the current global issues that are going on much love from the ashes team from steve and i and yeah hope you and all your families are safe so without further ado let's tune into twitch Very exciting, isn't it? Yeah. We're currently on 8,000 views. <laughs> it, it got north of 40k, didn't it? Very apt. I think it got to 50k, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it did. So the big question is... What's it going to be? What's it going to be? Let's have some... Um... So so I've been, I think I've been like championing the um, it's going to be 8th edition kind of vibe. But actually, I wonder whether it is going to be that. Like, think, and I'm I'm always conscious of like, and I we've talked about this before. I'm always conscious of like putting too much expectation on it. Yeah. Because if it is just you know like some Blackstone Fortress expansions and uh, some more Space Marines and you know that that kind of thing, a couple of characters here or there, maybe, and then some AOS stuff. Like, I'll be excited. And, and we're expecting certainly some of the Bearmouth, the Sons of Bearmat, which is like yep. the kind of giant army, essentially yep. the equivalent of. I think they're going to be like more like the equivalent of Imperial Knights. So you know, three to four big stompy dudes. Yeah. For Age of Sigmar, we're expecting. Some some news about that yeah but yeah. in terms of 40k i'm thinking it's going to be eighth but if it isn't i because i think that i feel like i'll be disappointed that it isn't that yeah but we haven't had everything from psychic awakening have we no no so no i think it's just gonna be more psychic awakening stuff i think the challenge that we have is that if um if we were looking for you know summer eight uh you know new edition for 40k to come out then the challenge would be is if they can't deliver that in the summer now because of the delay yeah yeah exactly then then if you drop it now then there's just so many questions that need answering do you know what I mean it's so different to saying there's this new faction coming or there's this updated faction and you're like okay I get that but as soon as you say new edition it's like well what's changed mm. what does this mean and and how can you keep that going with the uncertainty that it might not be autumn or even you know Christmas release I, I think it must be really difficult for the team to to know, you know, what, what's it, what's in the cupboard? <laughs> like literally, what's in the warehouse ready to go? And as soon as everything's lifted, it they can go get it out the door. And what's, you know, still trapped in containers in ports? Or it's it's so hard to know. I mean, just... yeah. So I mean, it's a logistical nightmare. And as you, I know that um, what was the the Last of Us? Did you, you, you ever play the Last of Us on PS3 or four? It's no. kind of like post-apocalyptic, uh, essentially zombie type game, but with a twist. Um, zombies are plants. Ooh. Um, so The Last of Us 2, or the second part, had been delayed because of basically the designers were like, we want everyone to be able to play it at the same time. And it wouldn't be right. fair to release it in dribs and drabs and for it to arrive in some countries here and some places there. And, and they were just like, so we're just going to stop. We're not going to release it. And certainly, yeah. you know, Games Workshop haven't, you know, the, the release that they're doing is the pre-order of the event only Primaris Lieutenant, wasn't it? Yeah. For last yeah, yeah. weekend. And they said, you can buy as many as you want. And as soon as we're back in, as soon as we're back producing, which we're not at the moment, we'll, yeah. uh, we'll print as many as you've ordered. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think maybe, maybe that's what we can expect today, which is the, um, the equivalent of the AOS model. We'll do the same thing. Yeah. So we're currently on 11,000 views at the moment. I think it will just go, yeah. it will go rapidly north at, at two o'clock, won't it? As everyone yeah. just tunes in. Yeah. We're at nine minutes to go at the moment. And um, we got, Wade and Eddie giving some, uh, doing a bit of a warm up routine. Get the crowd, get, get, get the, <laughs> the warm up act. Wade and Eddie, <laughs> yeah, doing uh, mother in law jokes. <laughs> so yeah. So what uh, do you think about the last week's previews? Yeah, good, good. I think uh, you know, I think it. The challenge is that if you imagine what we're seeing last week and this week was designed to be the combined Adepticon yeah. release, then You've got to say, well, we probably just had half of the good stuff so far. So yeah. no, I think that's fair. We probably it was probably going to be one, you know, one big showing because I saw someone, you know, you get this on every kind of preview releasey type thing is someone saying, oh, was that it? 
you know, feeling very <laughs> underwhelmed. And I just thought, like, what a what a strange thing to say, given that everyone is facing incredibly unique restrictions and circumstances. You know, this is this is a really difficult time that everyone's living through, and companies and individuals and people are all facing all these restrictions and all these challenges and actually for the warhammer community team to deliver from their homes yeah a preview like i think that's an achievement so even if it wasn't necessarily you know the most mind-blowing of achievements for this person uh, this the mind-blowing uh, uh, reveals for this person i still think it's great that fifty thousand or so people tuned into warhammer and watched it online yeah like yeah. that's that's cool in its on its own yeah yeah and and hopefully for you know, Games Workshop, they'll look at that and go, okay, people really, really like it. And I'm going to be really selfish here. And I'm going to say, for me, I've been lucky enough to been at some events where we get to see previews. And of course, being there is super cool because you're the first ever to get to see it. Um, but, I, but I think for me, this format where it's not, I think even actually we get more information out of this preview online setup than even if you do when you're there live. I mean, just having Phil Kelly you know talking about the new elves i think it's just like yes we get more detail because we can get more people in there that they can't be shipped from event to event so yeah more of these please <laughs> obviously not because of the i don't want more of the current situation um but this format is great i love it oh eddie's just talking about them doing oh that's perfect oh that's amazing so they've done two things which i hope will really increase the quality of the experience so they've a reduced the time between the reveals which okay. you know 15 minutes was was a, you know, if you're just watching it to find out the reveals 15 minutes is quite a long time yeah um i was you know i was, I was playing a, a computer game whilst you know i had it on one screen had the reveal stream on one stream and then uh, i was playing path of exile on the other stream with my mate <laughs> and uh and now this is a, a huge thing because i've i've actually i had minimized the chat and they've changed the chat to subscriber only uh, thank heavens could- because it, that attack, that chat was absolute. Well, a, it was nonsense, but B, it was horrible as well. Like people like, were just being, you know, un, uh, un, you know, r- rude word. Yes, yeah, uh, and and it was like the Matrix. All you could see was blonde and brunette go by. It was just rattling through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, so no, I I think I think you know, like you say, the, the guys and girls are giving up their you know their bedrooms and lofts and hobby spaces to you know keep sharing the love and um i think it's important i mean i think it's important especially when you know at least half of our hobby time or half of our hobby requirements are playing games and that's just pretty difficult if not impossible right now yeah exactly um so what about those idneth what no not idneth what they call lumineth cow things they <laughs> the, the are just cattle. a the battle the battle cattle yeah. The murder moves. They are just a head swap and added weapons away from being a uh, Exodite Eldari Wraith Knight slash Wraith Lord. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yes. That'd be cool, okay. wouldn't it? Okay. Okay. So what, what's your current feeling then? Because I'm guessing we're going to see more from the Lumineth today. Are you, you liking them? Are you going to go for them or on yeah, the fence? It's, it's not my cup of tea, but I, I'm glad to see, you know, I'm glad to see fancy new models yeah yeah i love i love so for me there's a slight kind of questioning which has not been kind of pulled together for me just yet is we saw the first release of them and they felt quite traditional uh quite safe you know you know reposed and you know new new sculpts which is great and then we've had this sort of leap into the yeah you know, the hammer boys and we now got these um elements of mountains which kind of feel like a, a bit of a step difference but i think what phil was hinting at is that you know we're going to have other you know affinities with other elements and i think that will probably end up pulling it all together so my on my wish list again i've never played elves i'm not really something i really want to do but i've always fancied a dragon army so if we you know we've got maybe air element you know that's worshipped if that's dragons then what would you know the new design team the new sculptors do with dragons right now do you know what i mean oh yeah that would be insane yeah and that's just again more more fuel for the eldari exodite fire exactly you, exactly I, I think one of the most exciting things and, and it's such a cool because we've seen a lot of re- reimagining or um kind of tribute models almost so this model is designed it takes visual cues from this old model yeah yeah. But that new Fabius Bile is 
it's like as in it's it's the same model, isn't it? If that makes sense. Uh, oh, clearly it's not the same model, but like it's such a faithful replication. It's not a reimagining of the Fabius Bio model. It is it is a replication with modern technology, with modern styles and and modern size. He's huge. Just because on the Warhammer community page, you can there's this little kind of scroll flicky thing. So the first as you scroll down on your phone, it shows you the first model. Okay. And then let me. I'm going to WhatsApp it to you now, Steve. Um, you can then scroll and see the kind of new one replace it and just flicking up and down through it it's so exact the same but also so different and and such an amazing version of it oh yeah but yeah so maybe that means we'll see some emperor's children and this has actually got me thinking is the eighth edition box set going to be new primaris versus new emperor's children new noise marines some you because people were talking about maybe removing slanesh was it was it family friendly well actually there's a whole excess doesn't have to be because a lot of the excess in Slanesh seems to be focused on like kind of sexual excess, doesn't it? Yeah. Like pleasure excess. Whereas actually greed and gluttony, you know, the set, there are many seven deadly sins and excess. Yeah, yeah. And I know wrath clearly is more corn's vibe, but excess of violence is a, could be a Slaneshi thing, excess of pain. You know, you've looked at some of the Age of Sigma. Well, in fact, well, they cross over, don't they? The, like that, the one playing the harp. Yes, that's amazing. In a red model. skin, that's kind of that's vicious. So yeah, so I'm I'm interested to see the reimagining of Slanesh stuff. Oh, Eddie's got a squiggeth, squiggeth on the screen. Yeah, oh, I still yeah I'm still want to do orcs. I, I just love orcs. They're so cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, and I, I I thought I I was kind of surprised, like you say, with the um kind of the reproduction nature of of the new of the new bile character and kind of is as lovely as i was kind of disappointed i wondered what he would look like if you you know clicked him over to 11 i I don't know i don't what's that gaz yeah uh, no the um yeah fabius bile oh yeah yeah no he hasn't really gone over to 11 has he he's kind of just been polished and improved which is, you know, given it's slanish and polishy, makes sense. <laughs> um, but interestingly, I, I don't think, I must have missed this. Um, maybe they were talking about it in the post-video chat. Also, it's two o'clock. Oh, Ooh, two o'clock. It's right, two o'clock. Okay. I'll come back to that. But yeah, right, really here quickly, we go. Uh, I read What's the first? War of the What's Spiders Cycle Awakening. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Age Sigmar. <laughs> <laughs> Army box. Ah, Sisters of Battle. I bet it, it's in the box. Yeah, Sisters of Battle star box set for Luminous. Wow. Okay. I mean, Army set. having so just said literally on the air that I don't want this army, I still want this box. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. Good value. Like That's also a really cool way to start the the kind of army, isn't it? Yeah. You've, you've got heroes. You've got cavalry. You've got some infantry. I mean, you can just add whatever you want to that. that they're yeah. they're going to be core at anything. And that, that um, shard of Light of Eltharion is going to be... People are going to want that model, aren't they? It's not like yeah. the... What was the unique... What was the leader in the Sisters Battle? It was just like that canon S, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Whereas, yeah. whereas a special character... You know, I've seen so many people who are kind of painters just just say i can't wait to get to grips with that model so yeah, yeah. it's gonna be an easy way if you you know pick up a couple and then sell the, the hero one of the heroes or both if you don't want it and then you know go for it yeah but yeah, yeah kind of going back to you know the 40k vibe um what i didn't realize was that the fabius bile is fabius is the cover star of the next book in the psychic awakening spider uh psychic awakening spider um psychic <laughs> awakening saga war of the spider psychic okay. awakening spider war of the saga um as he spins his plans and schemes his enemies close in on him the death guard the assassins and the talons of the emperor all have the reasons for st- wanting to stop bar so that's cool that the death guard right. are against you know chaos v chaos yeah but also uh what is it so, so, along the background of the battles taking place i mean i should probably before i start assessing i should probably finish reading before makes it re- suddenly realize that it does tell me the information that i'm guessing on so along with background of the battles taking place amid the ruins of the Cali system the book will also include new rules for custodies sisters of silence and imperial assassins that's really cool hopefully all in one talons of the emperor talons of the emperor i'm really struggling with my words um talons of the emperor faction so that you can take because you apart from, unless you picked up the black library sisters of silence hq model there's no H, you know sisters of silence are just a bunch of elites and you have to take it in that weird little detachment yeah yeah so it would be really cool to see you be able to take that kind of Talons of the Emperor force, maybe with a smattering of kind of Inquisitors or whatever. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, additional rules for seven companies of Death Guard. Yeah, fine. And a new Chaos Space Marines fa- sub-faction called Agents of Bile, representing the twisted creations of the Clone Father. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, no. Uh, lots of um, custom opportunities there, customizing and kit bashing. Yeah. 
And it, and it makes sense, to be honest, having thought about it and, and looked into this as it's, he's going to come out with this book, it makes sense if he comes out with the book, because obviously he wouldn't be in an Empress Children-themed box set. It was Empress Children versus Space Marines because he is separate to the Empress Children, isn't he? Yes. He's kind of yes. shunned yeah. by them. So yeah. if you know he comes out with his book, are we then going to see a continuation of that Slaneshi Empress children vibe in the new box with Agents of Bile being slightly separate, clearly, through the law and the models. Yeah, yeah. Potential. Potential. Yeah, no, no, for sure. What else do we have? We had Warcry. So we had the um, Signs of the Flame Warcry Warband. How nice are those models? Those are really cool. And they're, they're great for something like, you know, Necromunder or adding adding some characters to your like Chaos Cultists or something in 40k. Yeah, and I, I, I think uh, even even down with some with some work and some head swaps and stuff. I mean even down to any, you know, uh Realm of Fire human units. Do you know what I mean? If just because they you know, worship the flame, it doesn't mean they can't be an order-based version that have power over flame. I think, you know, cuz you just look back to the the you know, the core book and we've got those three pictures of realm folk with these super duper elaborate outfits that are just so cool so i think you know just just a lot a lot of options there and i i think yeah so they saved the best till last oh yeah in terms of warband to warcry yeah yeah oh definitely yeah i think these these are my favorite and do you know what having read the when i read the warcry rule book these were my favorite in the kind of I, mm. you know i think i said to you on the podcast i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing these models because they sound yeah. so coolest and, and they yeah. definitely are yeah it's i would love to see like and i know they're exploring the realms and the kind of thematic side of the age of sigmar through these warbands i would love to see more kind of human models like this yes and, and we will probably will continue to see them for uh for age of sigmar and one of the through warcry i think one of the cool things about it much like necromunda is you can explore and blackstone fortress as well like, like the zote release you can explore little niches yeah. of the galaxy without having to expand it into the um into the full army i mean i think for me what what we what we've got as like um wiggle room or expansion room for warcry is at the moment we've just explored what it's like to be um these kind of lesser war bands around the eight points so they 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 are they're in a realm of uh, in a part of the realms which is you know led by chaos they don't understand the, the, the greater gods they just do you know worship in their own way but that's just kind of a tiny little bubble i mean what if we took that bubble and looked somewhere else and applied that as to you know what could those sub factions be you know you could have um mercenaries you can have you know caravan traders with their guards you know you can suddenly have a box which looks at other little bits of realms and just could be amazing so i think because at the moment having the the extra cards for the other um, armies that we have to play in the game is great but i'd love to see the design team tackle what a what about war cry inside hammerhall there could be unions there could be traders there could be thieves guild there's the assassins guild there's the city guard well there's four or five box sets without missing a beat yeah and all, i guess all it takes is a, a chaos warband and the same can be said for necromunder as well all it takes is something warpy and in in, in age of sigma it could be you know a chaos warband open, opening up some sort of summoning ritual and then the Hammerhall city guard chase them in yeah and suddenly they're in the eight points and the same yeah. for if you want to bring in something into necromunda that's not got rules and necromunda is the perfect place to explore a lot of the narrative side yeah so if you want to get away from just running 1750 or 2000 point match play all the time and you want to do some really na- narrative crazy ideas but bring in some elements so you don't have you personally don't have a necromunda warband but your friend does and knows how to play the game you're like well how can i use my collection how can i use some i don't know imperial guard so well they're fairly straightforward because they're just humans with las guns so find a faction that's got access to las guns and you know roll it from there but if say you've got i don't know what's something crazy like um gene stealers or tyranids well then kill team's obviously got commanders and things like that you can use them in but in necromunda you could just you know write your own rules and have it as a like you know how many lictors can two or three warbands uh fight against and i think that's yeah. cool yeah no steady steady done that's, steady that's almost done. narrative oh exactly exactly <laughs> No, that's cool. Have you have you played much of the new Necromunda? I haven't, but I'm going to. So Chris and I, my friend and I, are, are planning on getting kind of into it. Um, it's been slightly our plans for a campaign have been slightly scuppered by everything that's going on in the world these days. But um, well, you and I were talking about potentially doing a couple of episodes onto it in sort of exploring it as a new game. Yeah, yeah, it's something that's um, I never played it back in the day. No, um, me neither. I had a couple of games when it was in that 
sort of weird um, fan zone. Um, and I liked it. I was playing the game against a bunch of people who really knew it well. And my gang choice proved to be thematic, but also a bit poor. There was balancing between games but i was always sort of felt like i was catch up um but i think the new game does look good and the minis look great and you know i think the nice thing is i've got a reasonable amount of scenery so for me it's not a huge investment beyond a gang and some rules i know you've gone in on some uh, some plenty of scenery haven't you <laughs> i bought some boxes of scenery <laughs> a undisclosed number of <laughs> <laughs> But let's just say it came on a pallet. Is that right, Dan? <laughs> it was airdropped out of the back of a Hercules. Mm. <laughs> right, here oh. we go. Next one coming up. Next one coming up. Oh, right. No. Oh, oh they run the ad again. <laughs> they do. They do. They do. Uh, they are getting more creative with these ads. I thought I, I did. I did enjoy the last um, the game show style. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Whatever game show yeah. that is. Blankety yeah, blank yeah. or something. I don't know. Uh, or catchphrase. Yeah, but um, so last week, the my favourite reveal has to be Darnell Johnson. Yes. For 30k. And it's really, I, you know, I, I, decide, I was deciding between Dark Angels and Word Bearers for my 30, mini 30k project. And seeing this model has made me think, oh, maybe I need two small foot. But I'm trying to stop <laughs> having two armies for a game that I'm not going to play. Um, I'm just going to use it as a, a hobby One's project. Spent. Oh, it looks like oh, we're on. Here we go. Blood Bowl. That tree man's new, isn't he? Wow. Okay, two versions, is it? Are these star players, are they? Yeah. Garen Tree. I mean, they're pun games on point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, it looks like it's a, a build out of one one kit. Blood Bowl Tree Man. There we go. If you play Blood yeah. Bowl, then, then that's yeah, something to get excited about. Yeah, again, a game I've never played. Um, it's... Um, I'm not a big sports person, not to be too surprised there. <laughs> Go not... team sports. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's yeah. fair enough. Uh, so, oh, but saying that, though, saying that, oh no, nothing to do with sports, Blood Bowl. Been seeing people make um, Seraphon Warcry bands using. Out of, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, no, that's Those, cool. Because the, the regular, you know, Saurus are a little dated. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, what do you think of the uh, the new Primark model for 30k? Yeah, stunning. Um, I mean, they just they they become um, they're like collector's piece of art. Oh yeah, absolutely. I I genuinely think it's one of my favourites. Yeah, and even I I wouldn't I mean I wouldn't have a chainsword. Who you know if you're going to be a Primark, you need a massive the lion sword or the wolf blade. You know, you're going to want the sword version, whichever one that is. The lion sword, yeah. the wolf blade is the chainsaw, right? Chainsword yeah, sword version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the lion sword. That's what you want. The bear head's amazing, and the helmeted head's cool. Yeah. The bear head's really characterful. Yeah. So he's fighting the Night Lords in that sort of diorama base, isn't he? He is, yeah. So that's a really interesting interpretation of their paint scheme on those. I know I'm distracting from the main thing here, but... You yeah, know, you're, you're, a, quite a, you're quite a Night Lords... You're a closet uh, Night Lords fan, aren't you? I am. Or not so closet yeah. fan. In, in the shadows. I'm in there. the legs, there we go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting that rather than having the lightning particularly going all over them and making them look like a 80s rock album, metal album, it, they've actually put the lightning along the edge highlights yeah. in a way. Yeah, like coming out of the edge highlights. So yeah. I think that's quite... Is that, is that how you're going to do yours? Yeah. Yeah, that's... Mm. that's yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. when there's a whole box full of Chaos Space Marines for 8th edition come out... Yes, you can will do, be. You can do that. I just got to get rid of the uh, Batwing hats. We need to revision... But you don't need the Batwing hats because you, no. you can just use normal helmets. Yes. And then like it gets uh, like a set of the Forge World Heresy Upgrade kits. Yes. And just use them for like squad sergeants. Yes. Because the, 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 even the... Oh, let me just go onto the, the Forge World website. In fact, I'll do it on my computer because it'll be quicker. Um... So I think like the destroyer, Night Lords destroyer models or something like that, like murder murderator squads or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> you just use them as the squad leaders. Yeah, and they yeah, don't yeah. Have, they don't have ridiculous Batwing hats like the old ones do. Armies of the War Masters, no uh, traitor legions. Here we go, Night Lords. So Legion Terror Squad. Those could those could work for like your elites. Yeah, I'm just googling Legion Terror Squad upgrade pack. Yes. Yeah. Or just yes. yeah, just use those. Yeah. Or, and like the Night Raptors. Yes. You could use those squads with the bat wings as your your um those heads from those squads as with the bat wings on on their heads yes. as your sergeants or even characters. You know your heroes. Yeah. Or just get yeah. a set of of upgrade heads 
and use yeah. those because they don't have any silly wings and, and the wings on the night raptors aren't that silly no they they, they form the flow of the helmet yeah they exactly feel, they're not like pra- old practical ones from the 90s which they remind me of those ones of um kind of like uh, a Alice hairband that you'd put over on, and there'd be foam ones that would wobble about when you turned your head. <laughs> well, like a, a cheap Halloween costume. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So there's plenty of opportunity there. Yeah. I prefer Sevatar. The the Night Lord's Sevatar model, I think, is cooler than the Primark model because. Uh, yes. It's quite busy there. A lot going on in the model. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's um. Because you yeah. want to do a Night Lord's oh, 40k army for a while, not... haven't you? I have, I have. Uh, for me, you can play them really narrative. That kind of whole instilling terror, hit and run, you know, t- it's not about killing the whole squad. It's about eviscerating the Sarge so everybody else becomes yeah, terrified. Exactly. And you can buy, so, you can build your army around that, couldn't you? You could like have try and get some like sniper-style weapons in there to, to remove heroes and things like that, characters. Yeah, I, I think, I think and, and then, you know, you... you the, scenarios the battles that you play the missions you play are all about for every opportunity that you have to put a minus on the army so you're within range and something happens and there's a minus you tally those minuses up and once that enemy has received 20 you know minuses in over the game they become terrified and they will they will run so it's, again you don't even have to kill people just step in get the effect off and then get away again and just be that Oh, 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 what's this? Oh. Word bearers. Wow. Look at that armor. It's cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm so glad I've chosen word bearers now. <laughs> you, weren't, you weren't getting dragged away at all, were you? Oh, let me see who they are. Oh, no, they're just Praetors. They're not, they're not named characters. Wow. Yeah, look at those. Look at those weapons on fire. Yeah, the, the fire's really nice. I mean, it's always hard to paint, but that, that I mean, ultimately that fire's you know, not natural fire anyway, so it can be be twisted. That plasma pistol's actually got two cables going into it. It has, so. yeah, it's super good. Look at that! Look at even like the flame; it's got like flecks of yeah. Yeah, they've actually painted tiny little pops and sparks into it. Yeah, it's nice because some of the heresy I found some of the heresy paint jobs can can be a little bit hit and miss at times. Yeah, I think maybe to be fair, you know, Marines, 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 and more Marines. I mean, how do you make the difference? But th- these are these are very different. Well, I think a lot, a lot of the, all the Legion ones are so individual and characterful. I think that's what I like about it. But yeah, no, these are proper level. It's still things like it's the little flicks in the cloth, isn't it? That mm. some that cloth feels oh, like yeah, yeah. all those things that I try that end up being about four foot wide on the model, and you go, oh, middle, oh, middle earth, trashy game next. So, somebody keeps trying to drag me into that. I've got Keep... a small force, but I've not. I've, the thing is, I don't have anyone that plays it. So again, yeah. it's like I like the law. Oh, here we go, Quest of the Ring Bearer. Mm. It's a forthcoming expansion for the strategy battle game. All right, here we go. So yeah, uh, would you would you get into it, or is it is there enough of a of a scene around where you play? Um, there's a few people play. Um, uh, so the one person's trying to get into me lives in Scotland, so that's going to be a tough call. Yeah. Even when we are allowed out again. Um, <laughs> but I think the other people play very much. Um, they're part of the um, more match play element of AOS in the mm. club, so I, I think I'd probably um, probably wouldn't suit me that type of play. Yeah, I mean, but, like that. So Middle Earth strategy battle game would be this. I would approach that in the same way that I think I'd approach Necromunda or like the Batman miniatures game, or you know something like that. Like I would want to pick something that I like about the movies or the comics or. Yeah. You know, the books or something, something like that and just go all in on that yeah and not really yeah. care that it was you know super competitive or whatever because like i can't get that out of age sigma and, and to a certain extent uh 40k yeah yeah again another nice really nice paint job on these two minis we're seeing now uh the the sort of rangers or something whatever yeah uh, the thing is also like i don't know enough about lord of the rings uh, like like tolkien law to like obviously i've like watched all the movies and read some of the books i've you know i've never read lord of the rings all the way through me neither mate me neither yeah. tried numerous times <laughs> love the hobbit as a kid but but yeah I but think, I've, I ne- think... I've never actually read the all of the lord of the rings all the way through i've watched the films like countless times yeah but so i, I know some about the law but like i feel like a lot of the especially now like a lot of the characters that are coming out they're like ah oh, he was the the third standard bearer for the king and in you know, the, <laughs> the offshoot series that he never finished in the book and it's in you know the annex of the Silmarillion and you're just like ah, whatever yeah but I mean you know you just the right people people like that kind of stuff that's cool yeah I, I think you know it is it is it is a historical 
war game, isn't it? Because it's based on a piece of law and history that will not change. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, and actually, I've been very, I've been like quite like you know taking the mick out of heresy players or that kind of thing. Um, and actually, <laughs> and actually, that's what I've liked about my heresy project. I've you know I've re-listened to the first Heretic, right? And I'm like, oh, cool. Okay, so I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna build build a model that is this person, and I'm gonna have my people as this um, this company. The, the last of the I'm going to build the Serrated Sun Company, which is going to be cool. Which I mean, I'm going to have Argyle Tower. I'm going to you know have X Y Z people in it, and that's going to be co- and that, that's going to be my little like you know I can l- look into it and research it, and it doesn't doesn't matter yeah. if I you know if I go to in my forty k army, I'm just like yeah whatever. I've, I've just got some orcs. You know, who cares what who they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, talking about orcs, my mate Danny's been sharing his um, lockdown work on his orcs, and he's kind of got contrast down to a fine art now knocking out orcs in batches of 50 oh wow but but um that's what puts me off orc armies is the numbers yeah. i just like the idea of like converting all my you know trucks and stuff and having squiggles with wrecking balls on them <laughs> yeah and i think that's where you have to have a have a group where people are happy to you know create games where they work and they fit rather than you know we're, we're playing this many points this battle plan out of the book and you actually can't score any points at all you lose see you next week kind of thing yeah um but yeah uh, it's um yeah i don't know i wonder after all of this will we be looking to play games in different ways or will we be wanting to try different things or are we gonna just find our t- time is more precious what do you think I mean, I've seen a lot of people like use online simulator type games to play Warhammer of various shades. Yeah. And I've got uh, my mate Max, who was on previous episodes, was um, playing D&D via Zoom. Okay. But I can can see that like, you know, playing D&D online with each other. I can see that happening maybe more. But Warhammer, like for me, Warhammer is such a social experience. And I don't necessarily get that with playing online with some pixels. Like if I'm going to if I'm going to play an online game. I think I'd rather play something like Path of Exile or, you know, Division 2 or, you know, something like that's quite chilled out and you can just sit there on Discord chatting to your mates whilst you roll around the map doing things. Or if I yeah. just want to play a game for the sake of experiencing the game, I'll play something more immersive and story-like, like, like something like The Witcher 3, you know, where I can explore and go into, you know, on my own and, and enjoy that game for what it is. Whereas if I want to play Warhammer, I think I want to be able to do that in person. So for me, it's not going to change how I how I approach the hobby. But I can, you know, I can maybe see maybe some people learning from the you know the restrictions that we've got, and maybe playing games with people in other countries that they've met at tournaments for for a bit of that social experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my my Thursday night group, role play group, we we did our first Zoom evening last Thursday, and um, that worked. That worked. It interesting that my mates' kids that usually interrupt us still interrupted us via zoom as well so um but i think I, th- I think we can make it work we had a couple of dropouts but to be fair one of my mates who's sales guy by about 11 30 he's usually dropping out snoring as it is anyway so there's no real difference we're just swapping some technology for connections i suppose <laughs> people in the uh, in the chat even though it's sub only are still like get rid of this not all the rings nonsense next when's 40k on <laughs> but yeah no it should be something for everybody it should be well exactly yeah so so um am i right in saying we didn't see anything for underworlds last time we We didn't didn't but again that's a game i don't play so i'm i'm no but i don't play it but i always can find a space for the models so yeah oh yeah yeah fair one um just before the shutdown I managed to get uh, the Man Trappers box set, which is the um, the Hunter Beast Claw Raiders Angus, Hunter, yeah. um, and he's going to end up being a guide for my bone haulers. So he he knows his way way around the realm of Gur and knows where all the bones are, and he's going to so yeah, completely narrative, but be so cool to paint him up, but actually have him on the table as a as a as a piece. Do you know what I mean? So I'll ally him as a destruction model, which my mates would be fine with but those 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 models and those kits are so good like slightly um 
the goblin cavalry on those wolves. Oh yeah, yeah, the wolves so are really nice. cool. So nice. Yeah, if I if I did an orc army, it would be really cool to do. I've you know I've, I've talked about snake bite orcs before and having savage orc war boys as yep. orc bikes, and maybe having like one of them as a grot bike and having yeah. it as a. Um, or maybe just having a different squad of grot bikes and having yeah. the uh, the goblins or the grots on um, on wolves as those bikes. That would be quite cool, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. All right, here we go. Right. Next preview coming soon. Uh, what do we think? What's I next? I mean, Necromunda stuff would be cool. We've seen yeah. the Escher previews, haven't we? Yes. Yeah, Necromunda. So we 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 got we got to have another Age of Sigmar, and we've obviously got to have 40Ks. So we didn't start with the 40K, so I think it's going to be one big 40K thing, but it's whether we have another AOS or not, I'm not sure. There's still more to be seen for the Lumineth, though, isn't there? Oh, yeah, but I don't think they're going to go back to the Lumineth now. No, no. So it's Gargants, right? Yeah. Are they going to go back to that? Or do you think... Uh, As in, like, it, that's what I mean. Like, Age of Sigmar's done, because of, Well, that's that's what I mean with this, with all the restrictions logistically. Are they going to talk yeah. about armies that aren't going to come out for a while? Yeah. Or are they just going to... So, like, the Lumineth. Were, were they going to do Lumineth reveals on... Here we go. Oh, Battlefleet Gothic computer game? Oh, no. Or a new version of Battlefleet Gothic? Pew, pew, pew. Or is this the TV series? Oh, I mean, I Void have... Combat looks horrible. That's amazing. Yeah. <gasps> <Doing> <laughs> <laughs> got a very starcrafty vibe doesn't it yeah sounds like mark strong doesn't he yeah he's got to have a look to him as well i quite like the color it's the colors in this are quite yeah cool, aren't yeah they? yeah yeah very stylish judgment they're huge aren't they those two yeah <laughs> gonna need a bigger ship i think angels of death nice yeah, that's cool. Oh, wow, this year. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool, isn't it? Yeah. 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 A, like Blood Angels. B, I like nids. So, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I hope there's some sort of boarding action and you get to see like little nids as well, not just kind of spaceship battles. Yeah, yeah. And it's cool that it's coming out this year. So how do you think they're going to deliver it? Did we find out that? Last week, I'm not sure. I'm sure if we listen to the, uh, the the chat that's going on right now, we'd find out. But um, yeah, you know, some is it is it a film? Or is it a series? I, I've lost track. I think he said. I think Andy just said long episode. Oh, cool. It's whether is it a Twitch sub? Is it you get a real sense of scale, don't you? Yeah, yeah. From those, um, like even I, I really like it actually because you see the Thunderhawk gunships, which is like one of the largest models. <laughs> yeah, from Forge World for 40k, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah, yeah, it's huge. You see it absolutely dwarfed by these normal ships, and then you see them dwarfed by the Tyranid bio ships. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, wow. So, like, the Space Marine ship dwarfs the Thunderhawk. And look how small it is compared to that. It must be huge. Yeah, no, and, and you know, that's that's one of the one of the key things about, you know, any of the Warhammer stuff. It is the scale of things, the size of which it goes to. No, I, I think it's I think it's going to be really cool. I think I think it's, um, you know, it's quite brave because it's nothing to do with miniatures in this, is there? <laughs> No, and, but you and, know it'll generate interest in miniatures. It, maybe it'll reach out to like how Game of Thrones and like, Lord of the Rings films made kind of um, low fantasy kind of interesting to a wider audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you told them that you know, do you like watching fantasy? They go, no, that's rubbish. But do you like Lord of the Rings? They go, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So or do you like um, Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. It's just got. But it's got dragons in, hasn't it? Well, yeah, and some magic. Well, yeah, but but it's not. It's not. It's not over the top magic, is it? No. Whereas Angels of Death is all over the top. It is all over the top. Whatever it is, is always uh, is always over the top. So, did you ever play Battleship Gothic? I didn't know the chat. The chat is nonsense. <laughs> oh dear. God. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna get rid of that. So yeah, that. that's not. I don't think they ask for feedback, do you? <laughs> just enjoy it, people. Just, yeah, I know. Just more choices, more things. Yeah. yeah did you play BFG? Did you? No, I am. Um, uh, I, I, um, John from the club, uh, he's got quite a lot in the loft and he's threatening once we're allowed out to, to do an evening's gaming. And I've always quite fancied it. I, I mean, the, the challenge with obviously tabletop starship combat is that it's, it's, it's 2D, not 3D. But I think for me, that ship to ship idea, and it, it does feel quite um, old school, kind of old fashioned with broadsides and ramming and all that sort of stuff. I, I you know, compared to some of the fiction you read about, you know, starship battles of the future, where they'll be 
thousands of kilometers apart using mass driving weapons and all that sort of stuff he, but that ends up being very um a, a bit dull so for me i quite like the idea of torpedoes and old school stuff that battleship um, battlefleet gothic has mm. did you ever play x-wing or armada um the final final fantasy one yeah yeah i played a reasonable amount of x-wing and a little bit of armada um i thought that was a really clever game i thought x-wing was brilliant i think to be able to have at its core a very simple system that allowed you to have the flavor of all of these fantastic things that we know and love from the movies um was very clever because he didn't get dragged down into it too much um and and i think i think also there was enough depth in the game that you could have i, d- I don't know how many variants of, of uh, tie fighters they ended up having there was like the eight or nine or something oh yeah I, that's i started i l- took my finger off the pulse of x-wing intentionally because i kind of i think that's when maybe eighth edition 40k started coming out and i, I kind of lost track with x-wing because i started playing that instead and then or maybe it was when i, I tried dabbling into eighth edition fantasy or, or something whatever like i stopped playing x-wing essentially i was playing x-wing because i wasn't playing warhammer and then i started yeah. i got back into warhammer and x-wing just kind of fell by the wayside and then when i when someone said, oh, look, have you seen these cool new ships that have come out? They looked super cool, but I wasn't invested in the game. And I'd taken my finger off the pole, so there was a whole... It's the same with Underworlds. Yeah. There's all these upgrade cards, and it's great if you're playing it and keeping up. But if you're not keeping up, I guess it's why when you see people who don't like the Psychic Awakening, who don't don't see it as increased choice and increased variety, they see it as rules bloke. If you're not playing constantly or, or keeping up with things, you might feel like you're, you're losing out. Yeah. People do say, oh, well, you can always play what you don't have. They're optional rules, but people like to play with the updated rules, don't they? Yes, yes. They, they feel that's the right thing to do. And You know, if, if you and your gaming group only have X-Wing Series 1 stuff, then just play Series 1, don't get the second edition. But yeah. then there's always someone that gets the second edition, thinks it's better, <laughs> then you've got yeah. a split community, and it's the same, that's what I with Age of Sigma, wasn't it? You know, you've got people playing Ninth Age, you've got people playing Kings of War, you've got people playing all sorts of different bits and bobs. You know, you've got people going back to previous editions of fantasy and playing that instead. Imagine that at your gaming group. Yeah, yeah. You've got say twenty people that like playing fantasy games, and now like three or four of them are playing like Song of Ice and Fire. Three or four of them are playing Eighth Edition still. Three or four of them are playing like I don't know some like homebrew made up game that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you know, no. Exactly. With random with tuna cans as models. <laughs> Oh, what's this? New project. Another project. A Sister of Battle. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, that's just pretty stunning, isn't it? I think that's what's exciting, actually, about um, Storyforge. That's what it's called, isn't it? Yeah, Warhammer Storyforge. Um, oh, look. I, th- mm. I think I think for me, it's the fact that they are going to have different imagery styles and different ways of telling stories. Oh, yeah. I think. <sighs> Space Marine Head. Yeah. Those studs look painful, don't Those they? Those studs do look. There's like, and even like the skin's <laughs> a bit red raw around it. Yeah. And he's got like a... I guess that's a bionic eye that isn't switched on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that side head, the temple stud looks brutal. <laughs> yeah. So what's on the shelf behind Andy? No, I think it's just one of the little space marine dudes, isn't it? Oh, uh, what, the Funko things? Yeah. Yeah. He's got Hero Quest in the background. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so just speculating here. Hmm. Those things cost a lot of money to make. Oh, yeah. So you can put a certain amount of it down to marketing and saying that's going to generate miniature sales from it. But they've got to get the money back somewhere. So we all understand how Black Library works. So how do you think they're going to do it? They're going to they're going to have their own portal, which you have subscriptions to. Is it on Netflix and they sell? I don't know. Yeah. How do they, how do they generate money from it? I don't, yeah. don't know enough about TV shows to really answer that. No, question. me neither. It's not nothing I've really worked in. So, I mean, to get them on Netflix or something like that would be amazing because you'd have a much larger oh, yeah. audience to get to. But you then got to give up a certain, a lot more of the revenue. But that's the balancing act, isn't it? Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, it's exciting. Here we go. Next one up. All right. No, oh, it's playing the, the film again. Yeah. So... But I mean, I'm happy to watch it again. It's cool. Yeah. This one's this one's cool when it's like exploding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've got nothing next to that. So you, you can't. Yeah. You don't know how big that is. And you've got little things next to it. But you're like, oh, how big are those little things? So I have no point of reference. And it's only until you see the the shot later. Yeah. Both of us are sat here watching it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it takes a hit. Gets back on stable. Yeah. Love it. Judgment. It's huge. Look at it. <laughs> 
I love that it's got these little vestigial leg things on oh, the side. Yeah, really horrible looking. Yeah, still very excited by that. Yeah, yeah. Even yeah. the second time. Yeah, well, watch that all day. Oh, here we go. Next up, Gargants. Here we go. These are obviously all unit names, aren't they? Yeah. Gatebreaker, War Stomper. <laughs> these are going to be massive, aren't they? Yeah. Ah, oh, no models. Oh. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, they're gonna, it's, basically, it's gonna be like Imperial Knights, isn't it? Yeah. So, do you think we'll see models? They said they'll show us some models, won't they? What now? Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't reckon they will. Oh, not fair. But this isn't one last thing. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna be massive, aren't they? Yeah, I reckon they'll be like almost twice the size of regular Gargant. Mm. So, like you, like you said earlier, there'll be about three of them. <laughs> oh, what's that? Be right. You called it down. No, yeah. no picks. No picks. And yeah, it's just it's like a the, teaser, like, isn't it? It's a teaser. I love the video though. I thought that was really nicely done. That fairy tale illustration. Yeah. And and they're keeping the videos varied, aren't they? Yeah. No. Oh, next review. Yeah. Here we go. Forty k. Oh. Black Library's iconic outcasts return. Mm. Nice. Ooh. Wow. That's a cool model. Don't know who that is. No. I've not read. No, me neither. Demonifuge, Demonifuge, Demonifuge. Demonifuge is an old graphic novel from right. some years ago. Okay. Oh, hello. Oh, there's a stream stop for you as well, is it? Yeah. I just got that. <laughs> Eddie Ed, Ed dropped out. Oh. Eddie dropped out. Here we go. Somebody put the microwave on. Amazing models. They're back. They're back. Yeah, absolutely. So some pretty cool, some pretty cool uh, models coming out. Yeah. So obviously Harlequin, the other model. Of the yeah, character. yeah. I like the base, the basing kind of. Yeah. Where he's, he's walking on his own little personal stair set. <laughs> yeah. Keep his boots clean. Oh, paint on those is pretty stunning, isn't it? Mm. Ah, interestingly, there was an old metal version. Uh, okay. It was like a, a seraphim model. Okay. Yes. Ah. So that's. That's the, the cover art shows the, the jump pack. Yes. Oh, yes. So she does. I think it came in a Black Library diorama, says Google. Um, wow. Ephrael Stern and Silas Hand. It's it's of a certain vintage, you know. Yeah. Outstretched. Power sword and, uh, and bowl pistol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, how, old, how, old, how old were you 20 years ago, Dan? <laughs> 12. How old are you 20 years ago, Steve? <laughs> uh, 32. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Warhammer uh, crosses crosses uh, age boundaries. Yeah. Uh, right, here you so, go, Steve. Sending you the okay. old uh, Ephrael Stern model. Okay. Incoming. Oh, okay. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Even that power sword's so, like, <laughs> painfully... Pretty painfully 90s, isn't it? It, it is. It is. And, and all perfectly sculpted to come out as a one. Obviously, yeah. the backpack was separate. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, very flat model. Yeah. Of that down one side. Yeah. And then you've got that. They do love a bit of scenic basing, don't they? On these kind of character models. Yes. Yeah. No. Interesting they didn't give her a jump pack, though, isn't it? Yeah. The... I mean, she looks like she's jumping or like yes. landing, as it were. Yes. Um, do you know, even the shape, looking at the shape of her sword is the same shape as the old metal model, isn't it? But it's yes. just a little much. It's obviously a sword from the book, you know, isn't it? Like some sort of yeah. relic. It just, it just looks a little bit more practical. Mm. Yeah, it doesn't look like a small spade. And hands. It, it's a really good example to see how where we've, how we've got where we've got to. And... Mm. Well, this is what I meant about Fabius Bile, is that like you can look at this model and you can look at the new version and you're like, ah, I can see how this is a, a, a reimagining of, of the old one where, yes. rather than like a replication of it. Yeah. If that, if that difference makes sense. Well, what have we got next? Psychic Awakening Pariah. Ah, so that's where they're appearing. Ah, so this, this will be the Harlequins and Sisters of Battle. Yes, okay. Did you start your Sisters of Battle army, Steve? It's still in the box. Yeah? Still in the box. Um, yeah, no, the, the Talana next, so it's, um, but yeah, I've still got them. They're going to they're gonna happen. A little bit of realisation that there's quite a lot to buy for them and need to save up my pennies. Mm, yeah, so, it's like a whole new range. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's difficult, you were saying about how you, you essentially had the range already so you're just replacing like for like but with new models yeah yeah no they're, they're, they're beautiful models and they're, they're such a cool army and i've always loved the, the the background and um i think they'll they'll be as as close as i ever get to space marines um but yeah no i, I think it's just can only have so many on the go at once three just, o'clock there we go a whole hour of previews yeah will you be ordering yourself a primaris lieutenant i know marines are not for me have you got one on order 
Uh, not yet, but... One I'm, week left. I'm tempted. I'm d- I mean, I might as well pick it up. Yeah. There we go. Elisa said right. they've only showed half the stuff that they were going to show. Yeah. There we go. One coming up. Right. So, so this right. is what I mean about them spreading it out. So, yeah. Um, which is why I was like, I'm not, not, you know, I want to hear about eighth, but I'm not going to put my enjoyment on it. And like looking at the, the chat, people are just like, oh, it's rubbish. You know, this is disappointing and blah, blah, blah. But like, I, I just think people just enjoy what you're getting and yeah. appreciate that people aren't necessarily, you're not going to get necessarily what was happening because Games Workshop did say this is going to be the biggest preview ever. And, yes. uh, and obviously, it's, it's, they've had to, you know, maybe not talk about things they were going to talk about. Because if they're going to talk about 8th edition, they want to talk about it in a few weeks' time, right? Maybe two yeah. weeks or four weeks' time or something like that. And um, and, and that, that helps when you talk about the new products coming out. It helps because it's going to be closer to when people can actually get it. Whereas if they talked about it last week, people are going to have, you know, people will just be complaining that they're revealing something that yeah. doesn't, doesn't exist. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. So we will, uh, what do you think of that overall for the past couple yeah. of weeks? Yeah, it's good. I like it. I mean, it's just, it's, it's cool to see what's coming up. It's cool to see what's in the pipeline. It's cool to actually get to hear um, the the people that are working on these projects get to talk about it as well. I mean, that's something we don't normally get. So, yeah, and, I, and I'm happy to spread it out. We've, we've we've got a few weeks doing what we're doing right now. So, um, unfortunately, a few weeks time, everyone will have forgotten it. So let's spread it out and let's get some enjoyment out of it. Um, and we can get to have lots more guessing. Yeah, absolutely. The guessing and the anticipation is 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 part of it, isn't it? It's it's exciting. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, you know, that didn't cover all of what I thought was coming up. But that doesn't mean that you know it hasn't been a waste of time at all. I, I think it's I think it's interesting to see it. And and actually, I'll go back and you know we've been talking over some of the the chat, and I've been listening into half of it in one ear. But I'll go back and watch the designers and, and the studio team talk about it, and they'll talk about it on Warhammer TV this week, or maybe you know something like. That. It's just interesting to see a little insight into into what's down the line. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's been good. So there we go. That's it from us. And of course, Steve on Twitter, you are. I am at. Tin Racer Steve. And I am at Danger Mouse 425. But most importantly, the podcast is at AOTI 40K on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or indeed, you can email us. We are ashesoftheimperium at gmail.com. Right, well, thanks. Thanks for your time, Steve. And we'll uh, we'll chat next time. Yep. See you then. 